This is the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by The Peers Project. Hello, peers. Welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast. Peers speaking, peers listening. This is a conversation for you. If there was ever a quick fix for finding inspiration, this is it. Our Friday five-minute highlight reel. For you, with you. I'm your host, Michelle Akitanor. Ready, set, let's hear it and make it quick. We're on your time. thing about uncertainty is that one is to always um, one is to always realize that uncertainty is a good thing because it keeps things interesting and it's a great learning opportunity. The second thing is, and this is something I talk to a lot of young people that I mentor, um, you know, through my nonprofits, and also a lot of people reach out, and they always talk to me about um, being uncertain with the career or not knowing what path to take. And um, or also being having something in front of them and having the task being so big that they sometimes feel that they aren't, uh, you know, they're not an effective enough channel to be able to execute on that. So I always tell them to see you're you're not the work. You are def- you are not the work, and it's not your responsibility to know what you'll be working on. Your job is to show up and be the best that you can in doing the little things, in the process stuff, in having a great routine, in making sure you follow up when you, you do business development, making sure that, you, um, you know, that you're good with your time management. If you do all of those things, the opportunities will come to you. The problem is that people, they get upset because they're not actually doing the little things and they think they're not hitting the human potential, but it's actually nothing to do with your career and uncertainty. It's all because you're not doing the day-to-day things. And that's something that I've learned through a lot of painful personal experience, but also with witnessing. And I also coach CEOs, um, as you know, um, but sort of just coaching and working with people is that I've noticed that trend is that human potential and unfulfilled human potential looks, um, you know, it's not actually your postcode or your career or whatever it is. It's a day-to-day habit. As an entrepreneur, it's the same as going into a really messy room. The tables are upside down. There's like paint on the ceiling. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you can feel overwhelmed because all you've got is just you and a dustpan pretty much. No one is expecting you to clean the room. Okay. Your job is to know what to clean and when and be okay with the rest of it sort of being, you know, shambles as it usually is. And I, so I think... Um, an important way to answer that question is to make sure you carve out thinking time in your week. Okay, this is something that I that I that I learnt later on is that you have to have um, time, quiet time with yourself, because everyone will give you advice about the business. Everyone will give you advice about life, and. To be honest, you're the one on the ground every day. I tell this to my to my startups that I mentor or that I sit on boards with, is that um, I can. I can tell you things, but no one knows the business better than you. And you need to learn how to tap into your own intuition and into creativity to be able to answer those questions. Um, and so the only way to do that is to allow creative time. A lot of creatives and artists know this already. They do this, they talk about this. And it's only because I'm a writer too that I actually learned this skill is that entrepreneurs are also artists because they're creating something from scratch. And so you've got to approach business planning and business strategy 
and decision-making the way an artist would or a writer would writing a book because that's what you're doing. Alongside giving yourself time to think and blocking out those times, what, you know, what second piece of advice would you give to, to early stage founders who are trying to navigate everything? Don't reinvent the wheel. Go out, speak to mentors, get mentors, get them early and get people. Don't be afraid to go to the top. That's one thing that I, that I did in my career is I was never afraid to reach out to the CEO of the London Stock Exchange, for example. I went over there, <laughs> yes. sent him a LinkedIn message saying, I'm here, I want to meet you. And he met me. Right? I love that. So, you know, I think it's all about just go straight to the top, go to the people who you admire, get those meetings. Um, that's, that's definitely the first thing is don't, don't, reinvent, don't reinvent the wheel. Um, and the second piece of advice I can probably give is to, I think, to really know what the priorities are in terms of, in terms of creating a product. Because your job is to, at the end of the day, you have, you know, a hierarchy of who's important. Customer first, right? You know, customer first, you know, investors, don't chase the dollars. So this is, I know I'm talking specifically about startups here, but don't just chase the check because that is not a milestone. That is simply a lever, a tool to be able to hit your goals as a business, so don't chase that and think that's the end of the jo- that's the end of your job. That's just the start of a very long journey. So make sure you get your questions right when you start. Make sure you're doing something for the right reasons because whatever business you're doing, whatever venture, it's it's going to be hard. So make sure your intention is right when you start. If you enjoyed this highlight reel, peers, make sure to stay tuned to the peersproject.com. And follow us on Instagram at The Peers Project. We'll have fresh, real talk for you next week, peers. Until then, if you need inspiration, look amongst your peers.